I kind of like the other made-up line it's, better. Reminds me of the one. It, no, it's in there. Oh, it's reminds just me of the one I love. It's just deeper. Oh, the doggies ball and ball and ball deeper. <laughs> Wait, that's not a real line. No, it is. The cowboys cry. Kiyipayai. I need to know more about the dog is ball and ball is ball. <laughs> the dog, the doggies ball. Like they cry and ball and ball. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay. Yeah. Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Gaprodi. Welcome to No, no Scripts at all. all. It is a podcast about Terra's House, yes. the greatest yes. show yes. that has ever yes. been made by humans. Yes! Yes! Or Fuck other yeah. creatures yes. that also make television. Dog show. Better than any dog show. Better than dog shows, better than cat shows. Better than any lizard show. Get those lizard shows out of here. Yeah, those lizard, sh- lizard shows don't even know. They have to have two screens because their eyes are on the side of their head. <laughs> Imagine a, a VR headset for lizards. <laughs> How bizarre that would look. That would just look like headphones. Yeah, but, but for eyes. <laughs> but with screens. <laughs> Yo, think about it, though. Aren't, Google, aren't goggles just like eye headphones, though? Oh, thanks, Jaden. Thanks. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is the end of part two of Opening New Doors. It's episode 16 of part two. It's called Life is Just a Little Too Late. Life is just a little too late. It's an episode about Craigslist and misconnections. It is, yes. Kind of. I mean... It is a wonderful episode. It is... Very truthfully, um, and we say this every week, one of the best episodes of the show that has ever yep. happened. This keeps getting better. So, like, by the end of everything, it's just going to be the fucking best show of all time, which it already is. So. Yeah, exponentially, it's getting better. It's hockey sticking mm-hmm. upwards. Um, apologies if it sounds like we are getting hyperbolic about this or exaggerating. <laughs> but for real, the moment, like, you can go on, go on my Twitter I literally tweeted when this episode was over that it's just like one of the best episodes of reality TV I've ever seen. And no, I d- it totally I, fucking is. I don't do that for every episode. I just did that for this one. You know why? Because it's one of the best episodes of reality TV I've ever seen. But we've been doing it a lot for opening new doors, which just means to say that opening new doors is, is spectacular. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it is. Let's talk about this episode because what I love, what I love most about this episode is not only um, were we right about everything we predicted. Like, basically everything. We were just right on all fronts. I was yelling at my phone. I fucking told you. (laughs) Not only that, but we also get fan service in this episode. Incredible. Uh, There's just a lot that happens, and I just can't can't wait to talk about it. So let's let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, Just a reminder, two things that are important that happened last week. Number one, Shohei and Ami went on a date. It was not good. It was a bad date. No, it was really bad. It was, I mean, it was great. In terms of it was like great television, sitting on a couch and watching it unfold before my very eyes. But for those two human beings that were on the date, not very good. Uh, the other thing is that Taka decided that he will not shave. He is like, I'm not shaving he my mustache. He will not shave ever again, which is just a way of him saying, uh, I'm done with Ami. I'm canceling my Dollar Shave Club subscription. <laughs> Throw all my knives away. I will never shave. Whoa, shaving with a knife. It's very. He's a very manly man. Yeah. He is. He is a manly mm-hmm. man. He's got the he's got the jaw for it, but you can't tell because all the attention goes to the stash. Yeah, it all goes to the stash. Yeah. Anyway, um, those are the two important things that happened last week, and they will ripple out 
into this week in wonderful ways. One one interesting thing to mention about the panel uh, before the episode starts, they're very excited about the idea of Xi'an making a move because the last thing we hell saw... Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. In the last episode was Xi'an said, I'm, I think I'm going to make a move. So they were unsure about what that means. And I think rightfully so. I think like he's mysterious and who knows what making a move means, but hmm. hopefully we'll find out this week. Spoiler, we don't. Um, but <sighs> but eventually we will, I think. Yes, I think... I think that was your prediction, right? Was was we weren't going to see anything happen until part three? No, because it would seem like at least I think they would edit it that way. It was yeah. either that or it was going to be a cliffhanger is what I thought. It was either this entire episode was going to be about that or none of it was. Yeah, because I think they were going to save that for part three. Yeah, um, which seems like they are. So, yep. so now we get into the show and it opens great shot of Sena and Shohei and Taka and they're walking down the street of Karizawa at night. They are on their way. Oh, to, this is so good. Yeah, they're on their way to a bar. Um, they do look like I know we keep bringing up heists and the oceans movies for some reason, which I'm <laughs> but, fine with because I love those movies. But yeah, me uh, too. It does look like they're about to go pull a heist or something like they have a very heisty vibe about them. The streets are completely empty. It almost looks like a movie set. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, Sana, Sana looks like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, like fully Anne Hathaway out. And they go to a bar. They end up at a bar uh, and they get some sake, uh, which... I, I wrote down with sipping sake because I wrote it as Sena was sipping hers, but then Taka just goes for the full shot. So, you know. It's like, fine, whatever. Live your life. Yeah. S- sake, sake. And some oysters, which look great for people who like oysters, which I don't. They look but very tasty. You don't like oysters? They're I so don't. good. But they look great. They look good. I don't like yeah. the taste, but I, I always appreciate it. No, I feel you. I grew vibe. up on an island, so like I have that absolutely fish palette yeah i grew up in new jersey so i think i just eat slime <laughs> off the street <laughs> yeah just it's okay it's what yeah. I eat. pizza a lot of pizza a lot of pizza pizza and bagels mm-hmm. i'm gonna die in like a year uh <laughs> so uh the, the first thing that happens the first like conversation that starts here is taka asked shohei about his date uh with ami because i guess he didn't know how it went shohei basically to wrap it all up it's just like it was pretty <laughs> terrible but i mean I might try again. Okay. I might oh. give it another shot. Oh. Um, I need to get a spray bottle out. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Leave her alone. Taka, uh, on, the, on the flip side of this, is very candid, very open, and is like, yeah, I'm completely done with her. I am, I'm out. I mm-hmm. am removing All yours. my hat from the ring. Yeah, he's like, this is, this is done. And it's interesting because he, he and Shohei kind of get into the same conversation that we had last week because i i think like you can see it in our our facebook group also but like there are a lot of people that don't like ami and there are people no. like you and i that like ami and i knew when yeah. we were recording the episode last week that like our opinion is not the norm i think it's in not, the greater it's Harris not House popular yeah. it's an actual unpo- it's an actual unpopular opinion yeah i think you know andrea and i fully recognize that <laughs> but it was interesting seeing taka and Sena take kind of our side of that and shohei taking i would say the more popular uh, opinion route Fuck Ami, yeah in, in this case which is interesting as the person who wants to continue pursuing ami he is the one who is like yeah everything she says is the pits but i still like her but i still like her want to go out with her <laughs> very confusing very confusing individual show hey uh we'll get more into him as the episode goes on but yeah taka kind of says exactly what we said he's like yeah everything she says it's just the first thing that pops into her head. You know, there are no bad intentions here. Uh, it's just things she says are easy to misinterpret. No, she's just really young, basically. Yeah, and Shohei's like, this gets on my nerves. I don't like it when she's rude and things like that. And Sena seems to be kind of leaning more towards like what you were saying. She's just a young person. 
it reminds me of and this is like a real callback this might be like aloha state this might be from the the lost boys and girls in the city episodes that we did mm-hmm. but you and i had a conversation once about sarcasm in yeah in the japanese landscape um, yeah and it doesn't exist it doesn't exist it's not a thing yeah it makes me wonder if ami is just like incredibly sarcastic and it's being like heavily Holy misread shit. that's a very good point it's the first time that ever pops into my head like the things that she says and the things that I find funny about Ami are always things that I would say in those situations because mm-hmm. I tend to be a kind of sarcastic person who goofs around all the time. And maybe that's why because why like her jokes kind of land on us. Not really her jokes, but just like her whole like experience kind of lands on yeah. us in a positive way. Yeah. But yeah, maybe maybe that's it. In case people don't know, like sarcasm isn't really a thing in the Japanese language. It's very much like a clear and cut language. There's actually like a saying in Japanese that's like, if you're making a sarcastic joke, it's called an American joke because only American people get it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. Maybe she's just failing at sarcasm and just coming off very rude because that happens to me a lot. Yeah. You know what happens to Japanese people? Like you're supposed to, when they ask a question, you know, like like in, in English here, when you say like, do you, hey, can I, um, do you mind if I take this seat? People go, yeah, sure, go ahead. Mm-hmm. In Japanese, that would be like, yes, I do mind that you take this seat. Please don't take this seat. Oh. You say like, hi, and maybe be like, oh, okay, I won't touch that seat. Oh, wow. Because we also say our language bad. Yeah. See, ho- see what I did there. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. It's interesting. I think there's a lot of things. There's a lot of layers on Ami, but I think you might be onto something. Yeah, potentially. Anyway, so Sana gets like... Oh my god, this part's awesome. She kind of pops off here. It's it's really... Yeah. It's great. She like makes up for not being in the last episode at all, all in this one scene. But she says... I wrote down a couple of quotes. Uh, she says, quote, you have it all wrong. It's the guy's fault. It's all mm-hmm. about what you want and what you're hoping for, which is yeah. exactly what we were talking about last week. Like, Yeah, she's just a 20-year-old girl. Like, she's just a girl. Yeah. It's like what Tori-chan said. Like, yeah. she's just a girl. And she's giving clear signs that she was uninterested in both of them. Yeah. But continuing to say yes uh, to these dates kind of out of courtesy. Uh, yeah. Sena is like fired up during this. Fuck and, yeah. And she says, quote, this is just a 20-year-old girl. She's honest and easily misread. And Taka's like, yeah, I misread the things that she said. It's it's a thing that happens. Um, he, he owns up to the fact that the I wish you were five years younger thing like totally got into his head and mm-hmm. he shouldn't have read into it as much as he did. It's a weird moment where Taka and Sena kind of start arguing back and forth, even though they're on the same side and Shohei's just like sitting over on the side laughing, even though he's the one that actually has the dissenting opinion here. Yeah. But anyway, at, at the end of all this, they they take a shot for the death of Taka's feelings for Ami, and then Sena suggests that they go hit another bar. Fuck yeah. She's she's so good. Yeah, we get it we get a great shot of them uh walking down the street. Sena's yelling in the street, which is the best. And we got to the intro. I watched the intro this time. I also watched the intro this time because I loved that scene so much that I was like, yeah. wow, that was just really fucking good. They yeah, mentioned I wanted the panel to ride too. that wave. Yeah. God, that scene was really good. This episode is really well made. They um I don't know if you wrote it in the notes, but Sena um I think Yamachan mentions a thing where that like Sena is at her peak right now because she has a man on each arm and she's like really drunk. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I'm trying to be. Yeah, peak Sena. It's so good. It is really good. Yeah. So after that, we cut to Tokyo and it's Shohei's uh, first headlining show for his band 3 1989, which um, I think we've always referred to it as 3, but it is called 3 1989. That's a lot of numbers. There's a lot going on there. 3 spelled out, 1989 as numbers. The the first thing we see at this show is not Shohei prepping for the show or whatever, um, but is instead Ami and Sena, and the two of them are sitting down, and they're having like a very open and honest conversation just about the whole Taka situation. Uh, Ami is finding out that he is not interested in her anymore. 
she's kind of talking about like, hey, I just didn't get the mustache thing. It didn't really make any sense. I didn't ask him to do that. I didn't want him to do that. I didn't need him to do some grand romantic gesture because I wasn't interested in him, basically. Um, And Saina says something along the lines of, we're not in junior high anymore. Like All of the things that happened surrounding the Taka and Ami potential romance were basically like Taka doing things instead of just saying clearly that this is what he wanted, you know, which which could have cleared things up way, way earlier. (laughs) From the uh, beginning, yeah. As you and I talked about endlessly for multiple episodes uh, because it got dragged on for multiple episodes but anyway she finds out hey taka's not into you anymore so don't worry about it anyway literally right as he's coming in the door um and the next shot we see is the band getting on stage uh taka is very into it this is like he's a new popping off yeah this is a new taka which is great this is this is Taka without the guise of like wanting to to be someone that Ami would want to date. Yeah, we have. I, I love this episode for a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones is like Ami without the pressure of having to fend off Taka and Shohei simultaneously is kind of like a new version of Ami. Like this conversation she has with Sena is like a different side of her than we generally get to see but you also get to see taka like letting loose and not really just hanging out yeah he's just like a normal dude uh the person that you and i talked about liking so much at the beginning of the season yeah taka uncensored yeah he kind of fell down this weird rabbit hole as he got more and more into ami but now he's kind of back uh which is great so anyway he is into it he knows all the words to the song he does which I love. <laughs> he's like lip syncing and i'm like oh yeah it's amazing okay. There's this great, I, I wasn't going to call this out, but I have to because I can't stop thinking about it. There's a great moment, like right when he starts trying to clap where he misses his hands as he, he goes does. to clap. He does. Very good. Very good. Uh, also worth noting, Sena equally into it. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, it's just the best. Two of them just dancing out in the crowd. Just having a great time. And, and real talk, like Shohei's good at his job. Like you and yeah. I talk a lot of shit about him, but he's good at what he does. He's he's an entertainer, if not if not for the cameras, but like for us as well on the stage. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think it's Sena. You wrote it here in the notes, but it's Sena that says like for Shohei, like at home, Shohei's like a 15 percent. But like on stage, he's like 150. Yeah. yeah he's like really which is like giving it his all. Yeah. He's a different yeah. person when he's on stage. And they yeah, mentioned that a couple his, episodes uh, ago, too, I think. Yeah. He puts his uh he puts his performing beret on. Yeah. And not his uh disrespecting women beret. Right. He takes that off. He was still wearing his disrespecting women Vans old schools, though. Yeah, he was. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep it real a little bit. I do. I wonder if Sena is going to go for him, Mm. especially when Ami leaves. I don't know. But, you know, since Ami leaves, I think he not her, but I think he might go for Sena. I could see that. Right. Sena said that she was interested in him. Yeah. So, like, maybe he'll see that. Maybe he'll see that and be like, oh, I have a chance here. I don't know. Oh, yeah, when that episode airs. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. In two weeks, three weeks? Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's the end of that scene is um, they hug, right? That's, that's, I think, supposed to be a big moment is, is Sena and, and Shohei hugging, maybe, potentially. Uh, Sena asks them to hug. I guess that's... In the future, we will see. Yeah, we'll see. And we cut to Taka, and he's, he's shooting a video for his uh, snowboarding thing, and he, he's... Clothed again. I have not seen Naked Taka since part one. Fully clothed. Uh, more Naked Taka in this episode, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just not in this scene. So anyway, um, Taka seems to be fully healed. If you remember, his back was messed up. Yeah, his in the butt. Last episode. Yeah, he's, he broke his butt. He broke his butt. Uh, we've all been there. Yeah, me too. He's, he's fully back. So he's doing this trick where they basically set up 
uh, a ramp that goes onto uh, what looks like kind of an overpass stairway. And then on the other side, they built a second ramp. So the move is they have a pulley system, like an electric pulley set up. So it's pulling him down this hill so he can get enough speed to go off the ramp, grind up this overpass, and then jump off of the overpass and then land on the other ramp uh, and maybe do some kind of trick in midair. I mean, it's a, it's a dope trick. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> he, he obviously eats shit a couple times, uh, as yeah. everyone does, because you, you only see the shots where they land the stuff. That's true. When you watch the guy, guy said that during a, during a Aloha State, guy was like, yes. yeah, I did this for seven hours and I only got it once. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. There you go. So yeah, anyway, he, he does it. He makes it. He, he gets the shot, which is great. And we cut back to the house. We see the outside of the house. The igloo is still there. That igloo is going to be there forever, right? Which means it's cold as shit. I mean, I hope it's going to be there until at least until summer. That igloo is going to be there for a really long time. Um. Oh, this scene. I need you to <laughs> guide me through. Oh, the bean scene? <laughs> this scene, because I it was like... Oh, my God. Let me just... I'm just going to go through my read on it real quick. Yes, please do. Please do. Because I remember you you texted me and was like, can you explain to me what the fuck we're doing throwing beans at this guy? And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. They don't explain it really at all. They just mentioned the <laughs> name of what they were doing later. And I, I texted Andrea like immediately, like while watching the episode, I was like, I need to know. For context, this means that this episode is set in the beginning of February. Oh, that's good to know, actually. Mm-hmm. Good to know. They talk about Valentine's Day a couple times in this episode. I was wondering how yeah, far away do. it was. Yeah, so this is around February, because I think Setsubun was like February, like two, three-ish. Yeah. So just my literal interpretation of this scene is uh, you got Taka and Shohei and Ami and Shion, and uh, they're sitting there. They're, they're rolling sushi, and I thought that they were going to cut it into smaller sushi pieces. No. They super did not. They made four do not. very long pieces. Yes. There's a reason for that. Okay. And they all stand behind the bar or like behind the, the counter. And mm-hmm. uh, Taka says, we got to face south while we eat it. And you they do. all hold yes. the thing up to their mouth, the, the long sushi, and they mm-hmm. all face in the same direction and then start eating. And they're not allowed to put it down or stop until it's Which done. Is weird. I don't, th- I don't think, you, yeah, I think you can stop. I've stopped. But sure. <laughs> Shohei says out loud what I was thinking. He says, I don't know what to think about this agreed we see ami and she's finishing up she's the last one and they all clap for her when she's done eating the long sushi and then we cut to Xi'an, who i guess left the room comes back into the room and he's wearing a, a blue <laughs> demon mask and he's holding a lightsaber and they all start <laughs> screaming at him is, the lightsaber is an added touch <laughs> i know a whole lot about this festival and i'm pretty sure the lightsaber's been around since the lightsaber times. has to stay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very important star wars was a long time ago <laughs> Oh, yeah. First thing they say in Star Wars. <laughs> so anyway, he, he walks in and everybody starts screaming, a demon, a demon, a demon, get out. Demons out, luck in, and they start throwing. I didn't know what they were at the beginning, but they're they beans. They are beans. They're beans. <laughs> they, they chase him out of, out of the house. They chase him to the back of the room. And as, and as he leaves the house, he says something along the lines of, please forgive me. And then... And then heads off and they hard cut to what I was hoping so desperately was going to be the panel to explain what just happened. (laughs) But instead, uh, it was them cleaning up all the beans and cleaning everything. And Ami's like, all right, cool. I'm done for the night. I'm out of here. And she leaves. And Shohei, as soon as she leaves, is like, I am really starting to get into Ami. I know I said a bunch of things about how I was annoyed by her and I didn't like her the other night. After she ate that sushi, my heart just fucking... Yeah. Andrea, uh, we cut to the panel after that. I need you to tell me about this festival. (laughs) 
So this festival is Setsubun. Yes. Um, I'm not exactly sure about the origins of it, but it's celebrated in like the beginning of February because I remember I celebrated it right before I left to come back to Puerto Rico when I was living there. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of this festival is to basically like the new year just started and like you want to make sure that like all the bad things are out in your life and that you only bring good things in. Yeah. So the long piece of sushi is um i forget what it's called but it's like a special like apparently it's a thing that started in the kansai region which is like what my mom told me Mm. my grandfather was from osaka or something so he was like we've been doing this forever yeah the sushi is made with seven ingredients and each ingredient like represents like a different god i think the seven deities that you celebrate during this festival you're supposed to roll it apparently rolling it brings you happiness and like brings you like wealth Mm. And you're not supposed to cut it because it makes it seem like you're cutting into your good luck. Mm. So you're supposed to face the lucky direction, which changes every year. And apparently it was south this year. Okay. Um, so we all have to face the direction. You have to eat it. And you can't talk to anyone while you're eating it. So Shohei broke the rules. Shohei did break the rules. He's going to have a shitty year. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to eat it. Eat it like in one sitting, basically facing the direction. Yeah. Um, and you're allowed to like stop and like... <laughs> <laughs> You don't, I don't think you can drink water, mm. but like when I was doing it, my family, we would like take it and then dip it in soy sauce and we just like keep eating it. Yeah. I think the whole point is that like you just like don't like set your plate down. But yeah, that's supposed to bring you good luck. Another thing with beans. There's a lot about beans in this festival. Okay. You're supposed to eat the same, num- the amount of soybeans, the same number as your age. So every single year you eat one more soybean and then some people eat an extra soybean for good luck. So Ami would eat like 20 soybeans. I and mean, then if she was extra, she would sit the, put the extra soybean in there and just gulp that down. Yeah. And then I don't really know about the God thing, but basically you're supposed to the God, some, the dad normally like dresses up as a God and comes into the house and it's like, oh, I'm, the, I'm, I'm an Oni, uh-huh. which means like a demon. Yeah. Sorry, a demon, not a God, a demon. Um, that was a fucked up Freudian slip. <laughs> um, dress up as a demon and like go through and like ah i'm an oni and then you're supposed to yell out like get out oni only bring good stuff in and throw beans at him yeah demons out and then he leaves yeah demons out look in and i think you're supposed to go out through another way of the house i don't remember yeah exactly he ca- yeah he came in through through the from the hallway and then from left the out hallway the, the and then door. left the outdoor because we had a a, a a young kid my mom owned a kindergarten in in the city that i lived in yeah um in japan so like we we did this in the, the school and i think like they went through the classrooms and went out the back and then went through the back and wow. it was kind of like a zigzag through the thing yeah yeah it's a it's a fun it's a fun little cultural holiday but i don't think a lot of people take seriously yeah <laughs> because it's fun you know japanese japanese culture has a lot of like really small things that you like just do Mm. So you have like Tanabata, which is like you go see the fireworks and you put like paper on like some some trees and New Year's you get your fortunes. And like if there's a lot of like really small, intricate details that like certain festivals have. But I think it's much more like more. It's more a cultural thing than a religious thing. Yeah. Very interesting. I can. I I love you not having the context (laughs) that I had watching this be like, why? (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. It was it's a fun watch. It seems like a it seems like a fun thing to do. The thing is that, like, I like, I think, like, a lot of people had the same experience as you, too, because I don't think they know a lot about Setsubun. Yeah, I would say for the international audience watching, mm-hmm. if you don't have the context, like, you are completely in the dark on that. Um, yeah. And you could probably even miss when Yama, when Yama mentions the name of the actual event itself. Yeah. So, after, after that whole experience, uh, we cut to the panel, 
They talk about the festival, obviously. They liken eating the long sushi to eating a whole bowl of rice at once, uh, which it seems that way. It's a lot of carbs. Um, And they do a thing that I really appreciate, which is they they call Yama out for constantly being so mean to Ami, saying something that I think you and I might have mentioned on this podcast. Maybe we talked about it like before or after recording sometime. But they're like, Ami is exactly your type. And you would be the first person to talk about how cute she was if you ever met her in real life or someone like her. Like, she is, she's exactly that vibe. And maybe that's why you're so mean to her all the time, which is very interesting. And apparently someone on the crew that, like, works on the show was scolding him for talking so much shit about her. We find out a lot of, like, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> Small things about this show. Yeah, so... I don't know about you, but I, I know I definitely have like a constant anxiety that the people on Terrace House are going to learn about our podcast. Oh my God, please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I always wonder what it's like for the for the people on the panel, um, because they are like in the shit with with the housemates. Um, they're like on the show. So like there is no avoiding seeing and hearing the things that the panelists are saying about you. I always wonder how quickly that gets back and forth like how if if there's an instance in which the people in the house are hearing firsthand the things that are happening or like maybe some behind the scenes stuff and apparently that's exactly what happens because we learn from this that uh the people who work on the show the actual crew members have their own opinions and can jump down uh yama's throat about it which i think oh my god truthfully very good but also we find out that ami has been talking a lot of shit about yama oh my fucking god behind she would. the scenes <laughs> Which is so I don't blame her. No, me either. But also, it's just like, damn, even she watches this shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's got to be rough. It's got to be rough watching. He says some rough stuff about her. Just like shit on her. Yeah. There's like a lot of it's kind of unwarranted. But like, it's funny considering that like there was Yuya from Aloha State ended up like modeling with Tori-chan oh, yeah. at like Tokyo Girls Show and that must have been so fucking awkward. Yeah, it's gotta be super weird. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean just to take a step back, obviously the people on the panel are there to do a job right? They're there because they're comedians or hosts of, of various things and um, just famous people in general and their job is to comment on things the same way you and I every single week sit behind microphones and comment on this stuff like that is that is their role and they're yeah. going to do the best they can to have opinions and kind of, I would say, mold and shape them to be kind of one-sided and bulletproof if possible. And like you and I said, as soon as Yudai left, Ami is going to become the villain of the show. And that's what happened. And and Yama, whose job it is to hone in on the villain and kind of take them down a couple notches, that's what he did. Can, I will tell you one thing that I, I kind of wish would happen on this show. Hit me. I want you and Sena to meet and become best friends. Yeah. Because wouldn't they be best friends? They would absolutely. They would 100% be best friends. Be best friends. Yeah, anyway. I, I wonder if they have. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Everybody anyway, up on the panel seems to love Sena. I'm sure that they've met at some point. God, I hope so. In all the years. I love Sena. Anyway, that's all the stuff that happens on the panel. Mm-hmm. We get some good behind the scenes stuff. Oh, man. This next scene. Subasa and Ami are in the girls' room. They're hanging out. Oh, my out. God. This part. Subasa is like, oh, yeah, it was just a practice, whatever. Um, what do you want to talk about? And Ami says, quote, I promise I would tell you first if I decided. Oh, no. Yeah. Immediately, it was like, okay, she, she's definitely leaving. And then she says, yeah. I'm leaving. And she says kind of exactly what you and I thought. Um, she says, quote, at this point, I don't think I'll find love here. And she says that she took some time to reconsider her goals, her reasons for being there, realized that she wanted to be a model for real, and that you can't really do that 
in Karizawa. You got to do that from Tokyo. That's a, you know, that's a good fucking point. It's like a two hour train ride from, yeah. from Karizawa to Tokyo. That's where it makes the most sense. So um, she said that she's going to leave and she's going to pursue modeling and she's going to she's going to move to Tokyo. Um, they both start crying. It's really brutal. Yeah. And she says something that both broke my heart and made me very upset uh, for two different reasons. Those are two different things. Uh, <laughs> she says, quote, when I decided my first thought was that I wouldn't be able to be with you anymore. That's the most romantic thing. It's so nice. <laughs> oh. What I suddenly realized as soon as that happened and, and you see that moment and they're both just like weeping. It's really brutal. It's really sad scene. What I realized in that moment is that very often we talk about the things that you see on camera and the things that you don't. And one of the things that we didn't get to see on camera for 16 episodes was, was their their friendship, this blossoming friendship between Ami yeah. and Tsubasa, who, if you remember in the beginning, you and I were like, I don't know if they're going to get along. No, I thought they were going to hate each other, but Tsubasa is so nice. Like, she'll get along with anyone. Yeah. Mizuki seemed like the mediator between the two of them. She seemed yeah. like the halfway point between Tsubasa and Ami. But in reality, they became like best friends. Just, which is so good. It's so the best. Good. I'm so glad. So apparently they were going to like move or they want to move in together at some point. They want to live together. And they were just like, I, I hope we stay friends forever. And it was super sweet. There's this whole, I think there's this whole side of Ami that wasn't on TV that we didn't really get to see. Uh, yeah, because she, she, she spent most of her time in the house being like fawned over by gross boys. Right, which truthfully, if you're a producer on the, on the TV show, like that's Is, what makes for better, more dramatic television. Oh, 100%. You know, there is a part of me that thinks I don't want to like armchair produce or be an asshole in any way. But like, there's a part of me that does think that. Yes, that makes for better television in the generic sense, but maybe what makes for better Terrace House episodes is that blossoming friendship between two girls that you might think wouldn't get along. Yeah. I want to know about like the cute little like girl dates they went on, just just like friend dates. Doesn't that feel you know? more like Terrace House than it does. there's a love triangle? Yeah, but the love triangle sounds more like Netflix's shit. So That's true. Yeah, definitely. I know I bring this up pretty frequently but it reminds me a lot of Wes from aloha state where <laughs> yeah most people like if you go on the subreddit and even in our facebook group and twitter and stuff like most people have absolutely no or a low opinion of Wes on aloha state but in reality if you look at uh instagram and if you look at conversations between the cast members at that time when Wes was in the house he was like everybody's favorite person that lived in the house he was best yeah. friends with everyone and he was like a super interesting and cool guy but he just was like really shy or closed off on camera. So you don't get to see that. I, I do wonder how much of Ami's story is being left on the cutting room floor in this case. I'm going to be sad to see her go. Let's get to I the whole to. thing. After that, we cut to uh, a bath where Taka and Shohei and Shion are yep. all taking a bath together. They're drinking beers in the bath, which is incredible. It is good. And uh, the first thing that happens is, is Taka says, quote, so is there any news? It is worth mentioning, again, just the way they shoot the show. There's a shooting calendar. They know when the camera crews are going to be there, and there are days when the camera crews are not there. And, and, the they, producers... decided, and they decided to have this time to have, have butt time, butt beer time. That is true. The producers encourage them to have important conversations and, and move things forward, move relationships forward in the house when the cameras are there, and to not do that. They specifically say, don't do that. When we're, not, when we're not there. So I think I think that is why Taka says, quote, is there any news? It's more like, so what are we mm. doing here? What are we going to say while the cameras are sitting here? Yeah, I'm naked. I got a beer. What's up? Uh, so Shohei is like, hey, I'm going to ask Ami out again. 
All right. Yeah. And that is lit. That is it. That is the whole scene. That's lit. <laughs> it yeah, it's it's dark. Um <laughs> and and that's the whole scene. And then we cut to Tokyo. And hey, Shohei is there with the rest of 31989 and he decides that he's going to show them a song that he wrote. And uh let's just read off some lyrics. You cyberspace login boogie drive, your heart access boogie drive, tell me password. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So we find out that the song is called Password. It's a song about uh, figuring Ami out. Gross. It's exactly what we said last week. Again, it is <laughs> like, gross. I'm sorry I keep bringing it up, but we it's, yeah. it's exactly that situation all over again. Sounds like a good enough song. Like, I would probably like jam to it. That's the thing. At the end it's of the day. It's a gross thing, though. <laughs> the, the song was, was pretty good, actually. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I want to shit on him, but the song was pretty good. Yeah. You can't. You can't can't knock that dude for for his music he's he's got it he's got the thing he's got a hey he's got a hey there delilah in there this is his hey there delilah <laughs> password's gonna become a tv show <laughs> hollywood reporter exclusive okay but password sounds like a fucking like nbc tv show already it so. super does yeah she's half cyborg yeah it's a spinoff of numbers with the backwards <laughs> yeah with the e as a three <laughs> <laughs> god so stupid so after that we cut back to the house it's dinner and it's all six of them and you know what that means it is mm. i love this because mm. as soon as you see it's all six it's like everything clicks oh, so in your brain about to go down uh and obviously it means ami's gonna announce that she's leaving at some point but when's it gonna happen when i don't know they all sit down to start eating and ami does not speak up who speaks up subasa you know why because red bull came calling yeah, that's insane. And they said, "Hey, guess what? We got some crazy X game shit, and we want you to take part in it." You wanna, you wanna <laughs> go fucking die on a on a ice slope? <laughs> I, ice slope is a terrifying idea, but that is exactly how I would describe the thing. So yeah, here's the thing: no, I googled what the fuck it was. That's Red, so scary. It is scary. Red Bull hit her up and was like, "Hey." Yo. We're having this event. It's in March. It's in Canada. We want you there because we want some members of a Japanese team who could potentially compete. Uh, and, and you seem like you would be a good fit for it. So dope. Uh, Taka pulls up a video of what this is. It's like an invitational race down a slope where you have to get on ice skates and you have to race down this slope and go off jumps. And it's like super dangerous. It's super dangerous. People are wiping out like left and right. Yeah. And every time somebody wipes out, I'm just like, you are like milliseconds away from having an ice skate blade. Literally, like, I, I don't even want to say it. it. It's so horrific to even think about. I'm like cringing in my seat. It's bad. It is a dangerous thing. Yeah, but... I'm trying to. I think it's called crashed ice. What the fuck? You can't call it crashed ice. That's fucked up. That's a fucked up name. <laughs> it's brutal. It's rough. It is a dangerous thing, but it is also simultaneously very cool that they reached out to her and, yeah. and said, hey, do you want to do this thing? So I'm like, I'm of two minds about it, because on one hand, I, I want Tsubasa to be safe and happy and healthy. And on the not, other hand, this sounds dope as hell. Yeah, and not get wrecked by ice skates. So Shion is like, hey, have you ever skated on something that wasn't flat before? And Tsubasa's like, I super nope. have not. It's rough. So my question for you is, do you think that she's going to leave before the end of February? <sighs> if so, do you think that's going to halt the potential relationship between her and Xi'an? Mm, so I don't think she will leave. I don't. You think she's going to hang around for a little while longer? I think she's not thinking of leaving right now. Yeah. This is what I think is going to happen. Mm -hmm. 
She probably has until like end of February until they like fly her out to do some shit, right? Yeah. I think she on hearing that will be like, oh shit, I gotta do do a thing. I gotta yeah. like like take before she goes. Yeah. Throw my shot before she goes. So if anything, it's a time limit. It's like you're paying Persona five. You have a certain number of days until you can like Yeah. Do the thing. Definitely. That's what I think. Yeah. I buy that. You know what? You know why I buy that? You know why that makes a lot of sense to me? Is because of the conversation that he and uh, Shohei have later uh, out when they're smoking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Shion is like, this might be your last chance. <laughs> That's Shohei. Yeah. Sorry, we'll we'll, get, we'll get to that scene. <laughs> but just the fact that he's, he is aware enough to say, like, this might be your last chance, it makes me think he will recognize when he is put in the same situation when Tsubasa is going to Canada. Yeah. I'm pretty optimistic about the two of them. So we have the whole conversation about Red Bull and then it's over and Ami raises her hand and she says, it is my turn. And there are some things that happen in this scene that I think are unbelievable. So first of all, as soon as she raises her hand and she says, it's my turn, you can see in Taka's face that he knows what's about to happen. He already, he he can tell already. So he's like bracing himself. She's like, I'm leaving and says all the stuff that she said about, you know, I, I want to go model in Tokyo and all that kind of stuff, you know, can't find love here, all those things. And you get to see a shot of Shohei who just looks like stunned, just wrecked, eyes wide open. That dude is like, he did not, he completely blindsided. Uh, Sena looks really upset. She looks like yeah. super bummed about it. Yeah. She doesn't say anything in this scene, which is kind of a bummer but you can tell like every time you see her in the background i recommend like if you if you're one of the people that listens to our podcast and rewatches the show definitely watch Sena in this scene because she looks like really really bummed about it maybe that was the thing that made me the most sad weirdly was was seeing Sena just like so upset in the background ami starts crying she's she's bummed uh taka goes to take a sip of his drink which is empty by the way he does that thing that all people do when they're nervous and and the cup is empty where they see if there's like one last drop in it they can get out of there yeah but you get a close-up of his hand which is shaking because he's like destroyed by this they've been together for four months like in the same house yeah shion obviously also bummed so shion kind of breaks the ice i would say you know there's a very like cold upsetting vibe to this whole thing and and Xion kind of breaks it by saying oh let's go camp in the igloo before you leave and ami's like it's definitely too small for that and he's like nope <laughs> nope i can make it bigger she's like ah, that's not gonna happen which is which is cute um and then a really interesting thing happens they double down on this thing everybody is like it's really a bummer that you and subasa won't be able to hang out anymore because you oh two have become God. such good friends and like everybody that's talking. crazy i'm so fucking angry that happened and i was like they were friends they were super good friends we didn't see any of it we didn't see any of it yeah we saw a couple scenes where they talked about boys and that was basically it yeah. you know what i mean it's just so interesting to like ignore that entire thing and then and then in this moment be like oh wow there's oh, by this the way really moving scene with the two of them where she lets subasa know before anyone else and then immediately after that you get another scene where the four other people in the house all stop thinking about themselves for a moment and instead start thinking about how much of a bummer it is that these two won't be able to hang out anymore. It it's makes wild. me sad. Tokui mentions this in the panel later, but it really does, like, the vibe of this is, like, uh, it's almost like Ami raised her hand and said, hi, I'm gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of right, though. I That was exactly how I read the scene as it was happening. It was just like, I cannot believe. She's still gonna be there. Like, how she's, brutal this is, yeah. You have her phone number. Right, yeah. Oh my God. And that's what makes the next 
scene so unbelievably ridiculous to me. I I am very split right down the middle on this next one. Oh, uh, this is insane. But we see Xi'an and Shohei and they're outside and they're smoking. Uh, and Shohei is like distraught about Ami leaving. He is like really, really, really upset. And and he says something on the lines of like, we should have gone somewhere fun like Disneyland. Oh my god! The, the line in Japanese is literally just like... I should have taken her to Fuji Q Highland, which is like a shitty amusement park that's at the base of Mount Fuji. It's like a really shitty amusement park. I'm Amazing. That's really good. Oh my god. So he's like crying, being like, I should have taken her to Fuji Q Highland. And I'm just like, <laughs> are you fucking okay? Yeah, it's really interesting. So he like through tears kind of starts talking about how he gained this new appreciation for her. Uh, like recently, how we started to realize... I guess the vibe that she has and and stop misinterpreting her and start realizing her entire vibe and how like she was joking around and kind of being rude as like a joke uh as a way to kind of get closer to people um and how he is into that now or something along those lines and he's sure. like hey she's free on the 11th and I want to do something that makes her laugh hysterically before which she is, goes which is fun that's very cute it is nice. It is nice. I. It is nice. It's gross, but it's nice. I'll say that watching this scene, I was like, this is a very passionate dude. He is a very... <laughs> he's the Taishi of this season. He is. He's, he's, he's got that yeah. like Taishi-esque. Um, you and I mentioned it last episode, but like art school... Oh, 100%. Kind of vibe to him. And I don't know. It, it was... I, I found it to be kind of moving but also as soon as I, like while watching it and then as soon as the scene ended i was like wait a second she is gonna go live in tokyo and that's where your band is based out of and that's yeah, also exactly. where you live that's also what i realized after he was done crying i was like okay she's moving out but you guys are still gonna be friends unless you're gonna like delete her from your life right yeah you, yeah you didn't find out her password oh yeah that's kind of the thing so Xian ends this conversation by saying hey if you have feelings for her, this is your last chance you better do something good luck Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Last chance because she's just going to die. Like yeah. Um, so after that, we cut to the panel. Uh, Tokui mentions it's as if she died, which is ridiculous. And they, they kind of start talking about this idea of there being bad timing with uh, Subasa and Xi'an potentially. Like she might go and do this Red Bull thing and leave the house and that's going to leave this potential relationship on the table. I don't think she's going to do that. But. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I will say that if it does happen, if we go this long without anything, if we have to start from scratch with new people coming into the house, I'm going to be I'm, so I'm going to lose. I'm going to be it. so fucking angry. <laughs> I know too. So they they're talking about Shohei crying. They're talking about Ami crying. They're talking about everybody crying. Everybody just cries. Yeah. And then they bring up Uchi from Boys and oh Girls in the God, City. Oh my God, they do. This is like the best moment of fan service that the show has ever had, I think. To me, at least. Because they talked about the meat incident. Yeah, so they, they start talking about Uchi and how he cried during the meat incident. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen no, Boys but you and Girls should. in the City. No, but you should watch it. Yeah. You should watch Boys and Girls in the City. It's very good. I'll just, I'll say there's a, there's a situation in which a bunch of the, the housemates eat some very expensive meat. That wasn't theirs. That wasn't theirs. And someone who, someone whose name cries. is Uchi gets very upset about it. Yeah. Um, and there, there is an argument that happens on the panel, and there's an argument that happens in real life uh, between basically everybody who's ever watched Terrace House about who was in the right and, and who was not. And they fucking, the thing is, they fucking brought up the fact that all the overseas people are like, yes, 
going against the that, that is that's the moment yeah that was i like i lost it watching this i could not believe first of all i couldn't believe so i couldn't believe that they started talking about the meat incident i couldn't believe they brought it up again i couldn't believe that yama admitted to the fact that basically everyone who watches the show internationally everyone on was twitter like, is like yelling at him like you're wrong yeah you're super wrong about up. this he says, uh, quote, I used the translation app and found out people were mad. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Me too. Which is amazing. Um, and suddenly they like snap back into it as if they're back in that Boys and Girls in the City episode and they start having the argument again. <laughs> it's really Everyone's good. like, but he shouldn't have cried. Yeah. Tor- yeah. Trendle is still on Trindle team. Trendle is still on that team. She's in the wrong on that. That's crazy. I don't, I don't trust them. Amazing. Amazing. That uh, gave d- me so much life. Yeah, do you, are, you and I are on the same team on that, right? Because we never yeah, got we to that are. episode when we were talking about... No, yeah, it was fucked up. It shouldn't have eaten his meat. It's fucked up. Yeah. That's not what you do to, like, people who you live with. That's Hard agree. Up. Hard agree. Especially since she was his girlfriend. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. go, go watch Boys and Girls in the City. It is largely Tara's house, uh, but boy, does it hit a high during the meat incident. Anyway, after that, we cut back to the show. We get just like a beautiful scene i i love this uh, i love this scene so much oh it, this one's really it made me cute. so happy it fills yeah. my heart with joy it was like um Tokui mentions at one time i was surrounded by light and i almost disappeared <laughs> that's how i felt watching this and i know yeah. look i know people don't like ami very much i think i think she's great and i think the side of her that you see in this episode is probably more indicative of what she's actually like than than what we've seen in the past and this scene where shion and ami uh, decide to go sledding down the side of the igloo is great. It is very cute. Uh, so Shion gets on the igloo. He, he gets on a sled on the igloo and he goes down the the side of it. Um, and it's worth noting, it's probably so cold at this point and, you know, it's uh, melted a little bit and frozen over. So it's literally all ice. All the snow it's on the ground is just ice. Everything yeah, on the igloo is, Yuri, is just Yuri ice. Yeah, this boy is Yuri on ice and on ice and down there. Yeah. If you've ever seen that scene in... Um, christmas vacation where they <laughs> they put like yeah r&d department a new version of wd-40 on the bottom of a sled and then go down the thing yeah. and chevy like chase literally yeah he, shit. He lights on fire yeah and, and they pick up the sled and there's a big like burned hole in the bottom of it yeah um that's kind of what it looks like when iconic so is, good is going down the thing he goes all the way uh, into the bushes on the side of the property and uh Shion gets up and he's like so how'd i look and ami's like you looked really lame and he's like yeah was it doofier than you expected she was yeah like, his yeah. Uh, his legs too big yeah and then uh she gets up and then she goes down as well they just look like they're having a fun time and then we cut to the two of them and they're drinking tea and they're in the igloo and they just have this like really nice kind of heart-to-heart conversation it's really a wonderful thing i wish that we had seen more of the Shion and Ami relationship also because it's just like here's the one guy like, in the yeah. house that wasn't going after her yeah it seems like they were like really cool friends because like I think Shion would also kind of understand her humor yeah yeah definitely it seems right? like he does based on yeah. this this little scene um but at the same time she knows that she can kind of let her guard down around him I think in a way that she couldn't around Shohei or Yudai or uh Taka you know because they were interested in her so she can like kind of be herself a little bit more. Uh, doesn't doesn't feel that kind of pressure. So she's I don't know. They're speaking pretty honestly with one another, and she's like, "Yeah, I tried to picture Taka's boyfriend. Just kind of didn't work out. He did a lot of things for me. Um, I still don't get why he shaved his mustache, but whatever. 
Uh, I didn't ask him to do that. <laughs> they both laugh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and they kind of laugh about it, yeah. I, I do love that the couple times, she brings up, I think, two or three times in this episode. I don't know why he shaved his mustache. Literally to the people who told Taka to shave his mustache. Because that scene was Shohei and Sena Sena and Xian. Being like, you should shave your mustache. Which is great. And all three times Ami brings it up, neither of them are like, none of them are just like- Oh, that was me. Oh, that was me. I told him to do that. Yeah, (laughs) it's good. Anyway, so she's like, yeah, I I don't, I I pictured it. Wasn't going to be a thing. So whatever, Um, which kind of goes in line with what you and I were saying, where it's like, yeah, she just felt obligated to say yes to these dates all the time. So then she flips it on him and she says, quote, what about Tsubasa? Are you going to tell her you like her? And Shion's like, whoa, whoa. I never told he's like, I never told you. I like, what do you what do you mean? Are you just asking me this out of the blue? And she's like, Well, yeah, you'd like her, don't you? And yeah. he's like, Yeah, I do. And I think that's the first time he says it to Oh no, he has said it before, right? He said it to Shohei and Taka at one point, but saying it to Ami is a different thing. Yeah, he's saying it straight to the camera like Jim from the office. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And Ami responds by saying, quote, you need to put into words that you have romantic feelings for her. I don't think she fully knows yet. Yeah. Have you watched this show before? (laughs) Have you lived in society? Yeah. You have to literally like write it down. Put it on an omelet. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only way that it's going to work. Yeah. Shion says, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up soon. Now is the right time. I'm going to make the move. Ah! Ami says, I wish I could be there. And then, and then the episode ends. Aww. That was a roller coaster of emotions those last like five seconds. Yeah. I'm so happy. It's a beautiful episode. It's, it's like very so good. well done. It's interesting that we haven't seen the new member. Oh, yeah. Well, right? yeah. I guess it would be next episode. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We have to see Ami leave first. Is that what it is? Yeah, she she has to leave and then we oh, see the, that's right. the cut okay. of the new person. For some reason, I thought those two overlapped anyway. It's so weird to see a new person coming in. It's been yeah, so it's, long. It's going to be interesting. So when Ami leaves, the only uh, we're going to have Subasa, Shion, and Taka as the original mm-hmm. three will be the only people left in the house from the from the start. And if if Subasa and Shion get together, then they'll probably do the like Avian. We'll together. Avian Yuya thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I do I think Taka's going to hang out for a long time because he already I lives in Karuzawa. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think Taka's going to do the Tetsu thing where he just fucking stays there. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think, like, of all, if you had asked me at the beginning which of these six people is going to stay in the house the longest, I don't think I would have. Yeah, I, don't th- I wouldn't have said Taka. No, yeah, me neither. But the closer we get to, uh, to Shion and Tsubasa getting together. The more it seems like Taka's just going to hang out. Unless, like, real talk, if I was one of the producers on this show, I would very much encourage those two to stay in the house as long as possible. Because those are literally, I think, the two favorites in the house. And just, like, watching that relationship grow and get better and better and better and better throughout the entire season of opening new doors, I think would be a really great narrative arc for the whole that show. That would probably be, like, super infuriating to the other people in the house, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They'd probably be like, oh, girls, this fucking cute couple. If they yeah. get together. Right. Which they sh- should, please. Yeah. I need sustenance. Yeah, can we do winners and losers? Okay, yes. Can we start with Xion? Because I, yes. I have, again, completely 180'd on that guy. I think so too, yeah. I, he's the fucking best. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember me like, want, like hating him. Like I knew I, I know I did, but I don't remember doing it. Yeah, me too. It's like, a, it's like a fever dream that we had. Yeah. That's a collective fever dream. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man. What a what what a wonderful! I think you named our uh, you named our calendar event for recording this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I trust men. I trust men who build igloos. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I I fully want those two to work out. 
Anyway, Sean wins this episode, in he case you're wondering. Yeah. Subasa win easy she, she's always gonna win i don't know what you're at while you're asking me this <laughs> yeah, so, yeah i think i think the um always skip the intro thing we should mm-hmm. just kind of copy paste for the subasa yeah subasa yeah. the winner uh, who do you want to talk about next let's do let's do taka taka because honestly taka wins i think taka wins this week yeah taka doesn't do anything problematic because he's, he's he said but he's not doing the whole thing anymore mm-hmm um he's living his truth he's living his best life he also i think came to terms with his not not even like i want to be in a relationship with ami when he probably shouldn't have been doing that but comes to terms with the fact that he misinterpreted her entire vibe and kind of gets more on our level about how she is as a human being yeah i.e she is one (laughs) treat her like the human that she is yes Yes. um so he wins yeah i think he wins Uh, Sena also easy winner immediately goes to defend Ami while Ami's yeah. not there she fucking knows love that yeah um she's Stay- very good also she just lived her truth going out drinking with the boys she's the best I feel super bad that she is not pushing her own life forward yet but I think she is just like not on camera that's the thing mm. you know oh, I just mean relationship wise oh, like, relationship wise okay yeah her yeah. stated goal for coming into the house to find her grand and final, final love. love. Yeah. So, I, wa- I want that to happen very bad. I think once, once she on leave, she'll be like, uh, maybe someone for me. Yeah. Me and me again, assuming that Xion's going to leave with Tsubasa. I want to stay positive. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Let's Shohei. Talk about Shohei first. Yeah. Shohei's gross. Shohei's gross. I don't think he wins. Um, I think he loses because that was ridiculous. Yeah. I also think that he- was really stupid. Look, I feel here's the thing. Like, I feel so bad every single week being like, I don't I think this guy's kind of a mess, not very genuine, kind of has ulterior motives in a lot of cases. I think I I just wish he was better. I just like really want him to be better, you know? Yeah, me too. Because at the end of the day, he is good at his job. He is a good musician. His voice is amazing. The songs he's writing are catchy and interesting. Um, His band is like really tight. He's doing it. He's booking shows. That's a hard thing to do. For people who haven't done that, like, that's difficult. I just wish that he was, like, a slightly better person or a little bit more self-aware about how he was coming across in That's the thing he's not self-aware of. That's 100% the thing he's not self-aware at all. Yeah. Shohei loses. Yeah. And finally, Ami. Mm, Ami wins. Ami super wins. Ami wins this episode. She went out with a bang, I think. Yeah. This is my favorite Ami episode in a string of Ami episodes I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be nice though to play devil's advocate having her off the show because so much of part two has centered around her in the same way that all of part one centered around you die in a way that i didn't appreciate there are clearly other things happening in the house that are more interesting i think than this love triangle but that's i kind of really want i kind of really want part three to be Sena or tsubasa and shion's relationship what i would give for either of those two yeah right i just wish i just wish tsubasa and shion just like next episode like I like you. Okay, smooch. And then just leave the house and just live a happy life. Would not be surprised if that was yeah, next week. Honestly, I would love that. So that about wraps it up. That's it. Part three is out. You can go watch it. It's on Netflix. Oh, uh, I can go watch it right now. Oh my God. We're going to watch it right now because we're recording a bunch of episodes this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm stoked about it. Our theme song is called Young. It's by Ryan Mitchell Gray. It's off the album A Plus Ultra. You can find it on the internet. Google it. It's really good. It's also in the show notes of this podcast. If you like the show, uh, you can rate it on iTunes or I think more importantly, 
and more fun for everyone is if you tell your friends about it. Yeah. If 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 you think that your friends would like Terrace House, show it to them. I just I talked to someone today who doesn't watch Terrace House but does listen to our podcast. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. That's a weird thing. So if you think they would just like the podcast. Thank you. And yeah, we also have a Facebook group. Uh, you can hop on Facebook, type in no script at all. You'll find it there. Uh, you can see Yama's glowing face as our cover photo. What a, what a bright boy. What, yeah, for real. We have a Twitter account. It's at no script at all. You mm-hmm. can follow us there. We retweet a bunch of Terrace House stuff all the time. Bunch of memes. Yeah, more and more people joining both constantly. Makes me real happy. It's very cool. And also the rate has been, the, like the rate of people joining has been increasing every single time like a part drops we always have like a bunch of people join it makes it just warms my heart that's yeah. insane it's really interesting so thanks everyone who's doing that thanks everyone Thank who you. listens it's very cool it's very humbling constantly amazed that there's so many of you out there listening I know. cool <laughs> hey my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley hey my name is andrew caprudy you can find me on the internet at iris smile aloha aloha catch you later bye, bye. Garbage dot online.